0: Amen. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, a couple of things on that is, we, I'd love to have you go to lunch with us today. Um, if you're a guest here today, I'd love to take you out. Let me get your uh, let me get your food. And uh, one of the things is, we do want to go bless them. They actually talked to us the other day and said, "Will y'all come on Sunday?" And uh, the the owner, or the manager, he said, "Will y'all come on Sunday?" I said, "We will." How many people can you sit in here? So we, we might bring thirty or forty people. And uh, let's just go have family lunch over there. It'll be a little bit different. Most of the time we end up at the Mexican place because they got big enough place to sit, everybody. Uh, but they did have enough seats, so it's going to be fun. And uh, then I want to tell you, next weekend, uh, next Sunday on the 14th, we're going to take up a special offering for ICCF. Uh, ICCF is International Covenant Connections Fellowship. It is a group of ministers that are ministering leadership and discipleship to pastors all around the world. If you've been to one of the leadership conferences, uh, you've seen that. But it rolls down into leadership, not just in the church, but many people are finding themselves having promotions at their job because of the information that they have. It's helping the church to be... Uh, you know, much more than a lot of churches are through that. They are doing a huge work. We're a part of that. Uh, Nicole and I are on the board of ICCF. And uh, so next week, just ask the Lord, Lord, what would you have me to sow into that? And whatever he says, be it big or small, whatever it is, just bring that next week. We'll have a special offering uh, to take up to help support. One of the great things that they do is uh, they don't ever hardly ask for money. Like, we just had a big conference. We, they didn't ask for any money. They just gave away the information. It was tremendous. And uh, I think they gave away, over, in that conference, I think it was close to $6,800 uh, of stuff and time and, that they sewed into those ministers. And uh, so that's who it is, and that's what we're taking up an offering for. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Uh, turn, if you would, to John chapter 10. And verse 10. John chapter 10 and verse 10. If you'll remember, you know, obviously, like I said earlier, we don't do things normal and we may have a plan going into a day and I may have notes. I've had these notes for like four or five weeks now and I hadn't preached them yet, but I think I'm going to preach them today. We'll find out in about 15 or 20 minutes whether we're going to. But uh, the Lord will give us something. It's funny when the Holy Spirit moves. I've had multiple people like, get out of my house. Like the Holy Ghost was just preaching straight to them, you know, just preaching straight to them. I don't know everything that's going on, but God does, and he knows what we need when we need it. And uh, so I may have notes, but that doesn't mean I'm going to talk about those. We're going to be led by the Holy Ghost. We're going to be led by the Spirit, just like I talked about earlier, amen? And so, but a few weeks ago, we started a series called... The two parts of life. And if you remember that, anybody remember that? It was a few weeks ago, anybody remember that? That's good. Uh, The two parts of life. And uh, one of the things, if we can put that graphic up on the screen, I want you to see this. One of the things that you see with the two parts of life is, there's two parts, obviously. Uh, Part one is to receive love from God. And part two is to give love back to God. Now, I know, I know that that seems simplistic, and I know that it sounds like, okay, well, whoop-dee-doo. Now, we're going to explain. As I review, as I go over this review in just a few short minutes, I want you to know that if you will grab a hold of just what's in the review, it will change your life forever. You'll find that the more you meditate, all right, you can come back to me, the more you meditate on this, the more you'll find that there's been some things that have tripped us up locked us up, and held us down from what God wants to get to us. And what does God want to get to us? Well, let's look at this first. John chapter 10 and verse 10, he says, the thief, I'm going to read this in the Amplified, thank you, there you go. The thief comes only in order to steal and kill and destroy. Now, understand that. The thief comes only in order to steal, kill, and destroy. A thought that's been going on in my life uh, this past week specifically I've been thinking about is, and the thief is talking about the devil and his ways and the people that will be used by the devil. Now this is something that's been crossing my, my mind. I've been meditating on all week. Anybody, you know, I may be dating myself here, but anybody remember Charles Manson? Yeah. Remember he was like, the most notorious and evil serial killer that America has kind of seen and known about. I mean, he was just an evil man. All right, so let's say that Charles Manson, you're at home with your family and Charles Manson shows up at your door and rings your doorbell. Are you going to open the door to him knowing the evil that he has? I mean, he was evil, he had deceptive ways. If he's standing at your doorway, he's probably got some other plan figured out while you're there to do something else. Are you going to entertain this serial murderer at your door in any way, shape, or form? I can tell you, the only way I'm opening that door is with guns blazing. Now, he ain't coming in my house. Like, he's not getting to my family, right? You you start to understand. I'm not playing with him because that man is not playing games, right? You don't play games with somebody who wants to do serious damage to you. I want you to understand that the devil is the greatest serial murderer of all times. He is the greatest serial murderer of all times. And right here we have Jesus saying this himself. Red letters. The thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. Now, here's the issue, though. He's standing at our doorstep all the time. It looks like temptation. It looks like sin. It looks like thoughts of the flesh. You know, lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh, pride of life. We talked about that some this week at uh, Lunch Plus. One of the things that you see is, we wouldn't entertain Charles Manson, but we'll entertain the devil's thoughts and his thought processes. This is something we need to renew our mind to. We don't need to play. You understand that if the devil just comes and, and he says, "Yeah, you know, you can, just, you can just cheat on your taxes a little bit. That's more than just a little white lie. That is a murderer trying to crack open the house of your life to get in there to steal, kill, and destroy. We should not entertain that. You are dealing with a serial murderer, a nutcase. He thought he could beat God. I mean, come on. He thought he could raise himself up above God. And, And, of course, lost jesus said i saw him fall like lightning Uh, i mean i've seen a few fights in my day i ain't never seen anybody fall like lightning but the devil fell like lightning (laughs) fell like lightning why because he thought he was something he got himself puffed up i will sit my throne above the most high the lord's like say what And, you know, lightning. He fell like lightning. He thought he was something. He's a nutcase. That doesn't mean he's not tricky. That doesn't mean he's not deceptive. You have to recognize him for way. And because he can't exalt his throne, he's constantly trying to exalt himself in the minds of God's children. He's trying to crack the door. What does it say? The wages of sin... Is death. It's a murder to the fullness of life that we're supposed to have. So the devil will come in and he'll say, hey, just do it this way. You know, everybody's doing it. Everybody's doing this. Just, just whatever. Just watch whatever. Listen to whatever. No big deal. No big deal. And what is he doing? He's the serial killer trying to find a way to get into your life and bring about death. Now, he's a nutcase, but he knows how to deceive men. And The way it looks is, even the angels that were in the presence of God, he deceived a third of them. The man knows how to deceive, or the the devil knows how to deceive. So don't play games with it. And when he comes and tries to tempt you with something, understand who's standing at the door ringing the doorbell trying to get you to think like him. Amen. Isn't that exciting? I just feel lifted up right now. But Jesus said this, look, look, I've given you everything to to handle this. He says in 2 Peter, if you're a part of God's family, he says, I've given you everything pertaining to life and godliness. In other words, I've given you everything to do it right, to stand against the devil Matter of fact, in the end, yes, he's a deceiver, but in the end times, there he's going to be presented in front of everybody, and people are this is what the Bible says. People are gonna go, is this the one that deceived nations? Like I thought he was something. Yeah. That's part of his deception. And that doesn't mean we play games with him, but we gotta know who we are and we gotta understand the importance of what the devil's trying to get us to, and the importance of what God's trying to get us to. And Jesus said this, look, he only comes, that devil only comes in order to steal, kill, and destroy. And Jesus said this, but I've come, amen. But if you know the verse, I've come. Jesus said, I, I've come that you might have and enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows. That means he doesn't want, he doesn't want joy just to come up to just enough. No, he doesn't want joy even to be full. He wants joy in each one of us to overflow. Has anybody receiving that? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. You're awfully quiet this morning. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm curious. I'm wondering. God wants your joy to overflow. How do you think joy is going to overflow? You, you're going to do this? Oh, God. Hit me, God, with your joy. Hit me, Lord. Oh, hit me, Lord. Like we're at the craps table. Oh, God, maybe it's my day. I get lucky today. Uh, one, I got a win in lottery ticket today at Boomerang Church on November seventh, twenty twenty. Today is my day. I can feel it. Hit me, Lord, with your joy. No. Not how the Bible tells us it works. It's not luck. It's faith. Lord, you want to fill me with joy? I take that joy in Jesus' name. Just like the kid who esteems the gift. Lord, I take what you paid for. I take it right now. Right now. See, you're just sitting listening to me. Stop listening. Start receiving. Receive what I'm saying, but receive the love of God right now. Lord, I receive your joy. I reject and I renounce that murdering serial killer and all of his thoughts. I receive the joy of the Lord. I receive it right now. I receive an overflow. In Jesus name. I receive an overflow of the goodness of God. The Holy Spirit. I receive it right now. See, you don't have to wait till the end of a message. You don't have to wait till somebody lays hands on just right now. Lord, I receive. I receive. Just say it with me. Say, "Lord, I receive who you are and what you paid for." Joy in my life overflowing and abundant. I'm not waiting on it. I take it now with my faith. You understand, this is where it gets real. This is where it gets real. This is where you start to apply what you believe instead of just waiting for God to hit you with it. That is not it. What did Jesus say? Everything I needed to do on that cross, what did he say? It is finished. God's part's done. Now it's our part. We receive, and we don't receive simply by action alone, we receive by faith. We receive by faith. The way of faith says this, that we confess, we speak to this mountain, and we believe we have received, right? We don't just sit there, amen, the joy of the Lord. Sometimes we know how to flow in that joy, sometimes not. Sometimes we not know how to flow in the fullness of life, and sometimes not. Let me just ask you something. Brother Tracy had a, uh, had a story about when he went to uh, Europe, and he said, I took my hair dryer along with me. He said, and uh, I went to Europe, and you know, here we have 120 volts, and there they have two, 220 and, you know, he just got one of those plugs that made it go from 120 to 220, and he just plugged it in the wall. He said, my hairdryer had a glorious few seconds. You know, and then blew up because there was something else he needed. He needed, he, he needed something that would transfer that power and take it from 220 down to 120 because there was too many amps running through it, and it didn't work, Right. yeah it had huh volts yeah it it was all of a sudden you see that that thing couldn't take that power I want you to know what do you expect if God is so big and so real what do you expect when something that powerful with that much voltage touches this corrupted body and corrupted flesh right (laughs) you'll have a glorious few seconds Last week, it was funny, uh, we had some guests, and they came up and prayed, and I just released the anointing of God. I prayed for them, and uh, <laughs> I heard a story about earlier from you this week, where I think Brittany had said, well, when you get prayed for, you might, get, you might feel that, and you might, we, your knees might get weak. Did I hear that correctly? And you were like, whatever, and, uh, <laughs> or something along those lines. Yeah, yeah. And then I prayed for you, and what happened? The power of God hit you. You got wobbly. <laughs> this is like your second time here. I'm picking on you. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm not, not really sorry. You, the Lord, his love touched your life. Can you understand what I'm saying about that with the voltage? Same thing happened last week. There was, there was a guy. And it's not, it's not just me. It's God and his love. God desires to pour out on his people. God wants our life to... He wants us to have life and to enjoy life and to fill us and overflow us in that joy. God wants it to be a reality, not just a dream and definitely not just a theory. He wants it to be a reality. In my life, sure, in my life, but also in every person's life. You remember when Jesus came on the scene... In uh, Luke chapter 2, when he was born, the angels showed up with a message from God. And they said, I bring good news of great joy for all the people. Then he goes on to say, with whom he's pleased. God's plan is not to exclude anybody. Some people will exclude themselves. But God wants everybody to have and enjoy that fullness of life. He wants us to have it and enjoy it. So when we look at what God wants for us, we got to say, Lord, I see what you want for us. I see you paid for it. And now, Lord, I believe that I receive it. See, a lot of times things will stand in our way. Well, well, that's a good message, preacher. Amen. But inside we're going, but you just don't know what I'm going through. I, it doesn't matter what you're going through. God's bigger than that. doesn't matter how you feel. God's bigger than that. His love is greater than that. Well, you just don't know. I don't have to know. I know Him. I know Him. Well, you don't know how long. I know a whole bunch of stories about people that have been going through stuff for a long, long time, and one touch of God, boom, and the glory of God explodes in their life and fixes it. The question is, have we hardened our hearts towards Him or not? Or have we made our hearts alive towards him. Lord, that's you. You're a good God. You're a good God. Oh, I take it in Jesus' name. I receive what you did. I receive that gift of your love to me. I receive your joy. And see, when that happens, all of a sudden our heart goes from being hardened and stony to being soft and pliable. And the seed of God's word, the seed of his promise, can hit us and produce an eternal fruit. We've got to watch having that attitude of like, well, we're just in another church service. No, today's your day. Today's your day. It's not just one person. You know, God's not... Do you notice, watch this, because some people have this idea about God that if you line up 10 people, that God's like, okay, I'm going to bless them today. I'm going to bless them to- They're going to get blessed. Yeah, that's who I choose to bless. And uh, so they're like, "Sorry, the other nine of you, you got to go home. Today's his day, and I, you know I, that's just the way it works. I, I just I draw a lottery ticket. He won today. He got the long straw. He gets the blessing, and bless him. We have this idea that it's like, okay, well, it's somebody's day today, but not mine. No, it's everybody's day. See, if that was actually the case, you would have seen Jesus doing that." But Jesus rolls, he rolls into whole towns, and the Bible says he healed them all. He rolls into, if that was his way, certainly there was somebody that he would say, I'm sorry, but today's not your day, and then goes to the next person. He never said that. Where do we get these doctrines that that relieve us of the responsibility of faith? We're always looking because of the corruption of the flesh and sin how we have to pay for something and how we don't have to take responsibility for our faith. But God said it, this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. And he also says this, thanks be unto God who always leads us to victory, to triumph. See, if we'll take Jesus by the hand, he's always taken us to victory, but the victory is always by faith. So God's always leading us into places to apply our faith in Him, our trust in Him. We, and we think that God's just going to take us places, and when He feels like it, He'll zap us with stuff. That's not God's plan. God's plan is to take you into opportunities and say, now apply your faith. And with our faith, we reach out and we grab that promise of God. And, it, and when we grab it with our faith, it starts to manifest in our lives. It starts to manifest. We're talking about position to receive in the two parts of life. And let me give this review to you. The two parts of life number one, receive love from God. Number two, give love to God. The review the the problem is what I call the list. The list. The list is all those things that we're trying to keep in our head and balance out and I got to do this, don't do that, do that, don't do that, and it's the list, you know. Be good, don't steal, don't cuss, you know, do all of these things, be in faith, and we're keeping up with this list. Well, the problem is uh, that's legalism. You remember uh, several, several years ago, everybody had on wristbands. Remember? Anybody want to guess what everybody was wearing in the church, was wearing wristbands about something? There you go. WWJD. What does that stand for? What would Jesus do? What would Jesus do? Now, that's a great thing and a great reminder. Matter of fact, that probably came from where the Jews actually had a cord on there, a blue, that would remind them to keep all the commandments of God. But the issue is, what would Jesus do can lead us just to making a list. Just make a list. And here's the problem. But why are you you doing that list? So, here's one of the things. It's not that what would Jesus do is bad. It's just if it's left alone and not filed properly, it can turn you into not getting anything done. Well, how is that possible? I'm going to show you. How about this? I need... Think about this. What do you need in your life? I need healing. I need promotion, provision, prosperity. I need protection... I need restoration, I need deliverance. What is it that you need in your life? Just kind of put that in. And then, so what will happen is, let's say it's healing. We'll say, well, I need healing, so I need to go to church and I need to make sure I'm there for at least a month in a row and I need to to speak some healing scriptures and read some scriptures and I need to spend more time in prayer because I'm trying to get healed. What did you just do? To get healed, you just came up with a list To make a payment to God. Like, Lord, I'm going to pay you for this. Here's what I'm going to pay you. My attendance, my my scripture reading, my prayers. I'm going to pay you for my healing. The Lord said to me years ago, he said years ago, there's already a payment been made in Jesus who gave his life and you will never pay a higher payment. And Jesus said the payment is finished. You know, if you understand what he said there, uh, telestai is the Greek, if I said it right. It, It means this, paid in full. There's no payment left to pay. There's no payment left to pay. No, we just receive his payment by faith. See, the problem with making a payment is Jesus already paid the price. We receive by faith, not by a payment. We should, listen, that list that you're coming up with, we should do those things already because we love God, not because we need something. The motivation is not to make a payment or because we need something. The motivation is because I love God. This type of thinking produces the list, but I want to point you to James 2.10. James 2.10 says, For whoever keeps the law or the list... Whoever keeps the law and yet stumbles in one point has become guilty of all. So if we go, well, let me make a payment and let me keep the list. Well, that day, if you have a a thought and you don't take it captive and it's a sinful thought, you're now guilty. Your payment is null and void. And who does that not happen to? Very few. So a lot of people are trying to make a payment on a system that's been done away with. It's antiquated. It's it's deprecated. It doesn't exist anymore. We don't have the law. We have faith. And we do the right things not because we're making a payment but because, Lord, I love you. See, the solution is the two parts of life. One, we receive love by God. From God by faith, not as a payment. We give love to God by that love. The word says in 1 John, if you don't love, you don't know love. You've not received it, in other words. So in other words, come here, ea So one of the things that you see is she doesn't have the ability to love until she first receives love. Remember what the word says? We love because he first loved us. Right there you see first. We can't love until we receive it. And it works this way in these situations. Lord, I need this in my life. I need your love. And watch, if we're trying to keep the list and we're trying to do these things, those things are a function of love to God. You can't even keep the list. Until you're empowered by his love, you can't keep it. Part of part of thank you part of what corruption does and religion does is it makes you want to pay a penance and pay a penalty. It makes you want to constantly pay a price. Jesus already paid the price. you're free. you're free. just walk in it, receive his love and be done. you're free. That doesn't mean you go and sin and do anything that your flesh wants to do. That means that you take His love and you, instead of trying to keep a list or paying a penalty, you do those things because I love you, Lord. Watch this. His love comes first. We love because He first loved us. Then God's love empowers our repentance and change. Romans two four. Despite now the riches of His goodness and forbearance of long suffering. Not knowing that the goodness of God leads you to repentance. Repentance means change. So see, what happens is... Were anybody ever like looked at the world and been like... I just can't believe how evil they are. I can't believe what lack of you know, We just stepped into... Uh, in our family, we just stepped into a year-long media fast. That means no scrolling on Instagram, no scrolling on Facebook... No movies, no TV, no music that's from the world. We're just listening to preaching and the word and and educational stuff if we need it for school or work. That's it. Besides that, no media whatsoever. I would encourage you to do it. If you want to be a part of something like that, you don't have to go a year, but I would encourage you. I've fasted some extended fast of food before, and i found that actually when I stepped off of media, at one point, it had just as strong of a pull as eating food did for me. There was something mentally, I was like, oh my goodness, I I found myself like this. Oh, oh, I can't do that. Now I'll be like... And that's what I want my flesh one to do, is like sneak a peek at social media or something. It's amazing the uh, the chemicals and the thought process and the addiction of that thing. And it's good to break those things. But here's what I want you to see. I want you to see that that change comes from the goodness of God. It causes us to change our thinking. He, he says, look, when you understand the goodness of God, it will cause you to change your thinking. So a lot of times we're trying to give stuff up And what you'll find is that when you actually enter into the goodness of God, you'll you'll think, you know, if God's this good, I want to give Him more of my life. I want to give Him those things. Let me give up some of this stuff. See, it's amazing right now, if you look at social media, what's allowed. Have you ever, this is what I was getting to, it's amazing what's allowed. Have you ever looked at, you go on Instagram right now, listen, 15 years ago, if you said a cuss word on TV, they would be fined heavily. Nowadays, you go on social media, everybody is vulgar. I mean, vulgar. There's all kinds of stuff showing on that stuff. I mean, there's temptation and violence, and it's everywhere. Everywhere. Ever. I mean, it's Everywhere. Why is it that we're expecting the world who hasn't received God's love to all of a sudden clean up and just out of good morals? They can't have good morals without receiving His love. Don't be surprised that the world wants to be sinful. Don't be surprised at that. But that doesn't mean that we take part in it in the same way. I mean, we're in the world. We're going to see certain things. We're going to be walking through you know, a store and they flash a commercial that doesn't need to be seen up on the TV. That stuff is going to happen. You've got to learn to say, I don't want any part of that. Here's, here's the point. The world doesn't want to change. Why? Because they've not received His love. It's the goodness of God. It's the love of God that leads men to change. It's the goodness of God. It's the goodness. Our love from him is what empowers right living. Watch this, John 14, 15. So now we've received the love of God. It's changed our mind. And then it says this, If you love me, you will keep my commandments. In other words, when our heart turns to the love of God, that will empower us to do the list. Although now it's not just a list, it's just, Lord, I love you and I want to do this because I love you. When we receive that love, it empowers us. Without receiving His love, we're not empowered to keep the list. And yet, I can tell you as a young pastor for years, I was just waiting for the moment for somebody to say, Hey, come come tell me what I'm doing wrong. I've missed it somewhere. I was like, ding, ding, ding. I've won as a pastor. Here's your list. And I'd go tell them the list, and it wouldn't work. Only the very most hungry and the most humble it would work for. It just wasn't working. And I went, what am I doing? Well, go back to James that I said earlier, James 2.10. If you stumble in one point, you are guilty of all. I was leading them to failure. As a pastor, I thought I was doing right by telling them, here's your list. Don't do this, do this, don't do that. All right, you, you need to do this, and you really don't need to do this. And you need to do this, and do this, and do this. Don't do this, okay? And you need to do, and I was like just passing out lists to everybody. And basically what I was doing, thinking I was right, was like, here's how to fail. Here's how to fail. Here's how to fail. Because they'd have to be not guilty in every item not miss anything or else, period, or else. And so I was literally teaching people how to fail, and the Lord showed this to me said, they can't do that. They've got to receive my love first, and my love has to change their heart. They're not doing something to maintain a list and make a payment. They're doing it because they love me. It's the same with the offering. It's the same with worship. I'm not doing this because everybody else is looking at me. I'm doing this because I love God. I'm, we're not giving and sowing into the kingdom of God because I'm making a payment for something. I am expecting a harvest, but it's not a, that's different from a payment. I'm in expectation of God's big blessings because he said that it's so. But here's the thing. I'm not doing that for any other reason. Lord, I love you. If you're not planting seed and giving tithes and offerings with love, don't do it. Seriously. I mean mean that. Leadership team, do I mean that? I mean that. Learn how to give and sow in love because when you do, oh my goodness, it is hard to stop the blessings in your life. But it's not because it's a list. It's because, Lord, I love you. Then, when we keep his commandments, living holy keeps us in the place of God's love. John 15, 10, and 11 says, If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love. He says, Just as I've kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love, verse 11, these things I have spoken to you so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be full. I want you to see this. I want you to see what God has set up. All right? We're sitting here and and you know some some habits that you get into kind of going in circles in your life. You're not don't really feel like you're going anywhere. So, some things you don't want to get into. But this is one you want to get into. All right? This is one you want to get into. Because here's what happens. God pours out his love on us. That love then allows us to love him. That love allows us to love him. That love then causes our mind and our thinking to change. Oh, all I saw was no hope, but now I've received his love. I have hope. I have hope, and I want to do things for God. God. Not just because I'm trying to get pay a payment or trying to get it work. No, I want to do things for God. And then, all of a sudden, that love, the Word says it, it empowers our right thinking. So we receive love from God. That love causes us to love. That love inside. Us causes us to think differently that thinking differently now empowers us to live differently and then he makes this promise when you start living differently and following his commandments it will keep you in his love and it just repeats all over but it's not not really like this it's more like this It's, it's more like you start here and it's like you receive his love and you start getting in the circle of God's love and then you sow the love back to God and then and then and then you start receiving more of his love as a harvest and then you then it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and growing higher and higher and all of a sudden you just got love abounding growing multiplied out in other words the things that you're doing they used to be so small when you started but now they just get bigger and larger and larger and larger finances is a good way to see that when you see somebody that really starts flowing with God, they may, they may start you know receiving you know, an extra 50 bucks here, extra 100 bucks there. You've seen this. Y'all seen this in your lives. It might be little at first. Somebody buys your lunch. Somebody buys your dinner, something like that. Then all of a sudden, God starts building. All of a sudden, you start getting bonuses at your work. $100 a month. $200 a month. All of a sudden got somebody just comes and, and pays your car off. Just buys it for you. And it just keeps growing. That's just an example. But it happens in grace. It happens in protection. It happens in the anointing of God. The more that we receive God's love, the bigger that circle gets. And all of a sudden, just the blessings of God starts expounding. And look here, it doesn't just end on us. It it starts throwing over into other people's lives as well. And it just overflows. And it just overflows. That's the design. He said, I came that you might have and enjoy life to the full till it overflows, till it overflows, till it overflows. That's God's plan. Yeah. Doesn't that work much better than this one we've been wor- working with? Let me Here, let me go back to the list. Oh, that didn't work. Let me go back to the list. Oh, that didn't work. Let me go back to the list. Oh, that didn't work. Oh, no, it don't work. God already told us it doesn't work. He already told us. Why wouldn't we try it again? No, let the Lord and his love start writing things on your heart. Let the Lord and his love start writing things on your heart. Let the Lord and his love start writing. And then you just be obedient to what he writes on your heart. Lord, I know you want me to go to that crazy church that doesn't like average. And I know people are going to talk about me. But I'm okay with that because I... I know what you're telling me, and you be obedient. All of a sudden, you're in that one service and everything breaks. All of a sudden, your husband gets healed of fibromyalgia. Right? You got a new husband, totally different. He was beat down, tired, sore all the time on all the medications. Doctors got no healing, no nothing for it a couple of years ago. All of a sudden, we pray for him back there in that office. Pray for him, all of a sudden, fibromyalgia gone, off all the medication, like a brand new man. One moment, she gave a testimony, she said, I got a new husband. Totally different. Why? What happens is, we just move in obedience to what God's written on our heart in love, and we want to give him our love, all of a sudden, the power of God can move in our lives. All of a sudden, the power of God can move in our lives. Doctors say, you're never having kids. You're never having kids. We'll tell that to that's not what the doctor's saying now, is it? No, pregnant and expecting. But they said you're never going you're never going to have kids. not the case. How many people have had stuff that, that was not the case, wasn't supposed to happen and yet it did. Miracles. I shouldn't be here. I should have been blown up when I was 11 or 12. blown up. God performed a miracle. Broke physical law. Let me tell you, God's law of love is higher than physical laws. God's law of love is higher than the laws of the politics of your business. God's law of love is higher than what's been going on in your family. God's law of love is higher than what you've seen before. God's law of love can break every law if we'll just submit ourselves to it and move in obedience to it. Get willing and obedient Lord, I know what you asked me to do. It might look foolish to the world. Father, by your love, I'm yours in Jesus' name. By your love, I am yours in Jesus' name. By your love, I'm yours. Just receive that right now. Hallelujah. Woo-hoo. Start playing some music. Thank you, Father. So, By your love. By your love. I want you just to receive see, here's the thing. God's big and loving and willing to pour out that love all the time. All the time. That's all right, Serena. Sit and receive. <laughs> the Lord's already on her. That's why I said told them to play something. Hey, thank you. So hotani friday They playing it? Good. Play the overflow song, Amen. Good call. Oh, y'all get up there and sing that, Serena. Only if you can. (laughs) When they get up there, Mark and Rebecca gets in place. Start it over. Do you receive the overflow of the two parts of life? Are you going to sit there and act like wait for God to zap you? Are you going to reach out with your faith? Say, Lord, I'm yours. Lord, I'm yours. I believe. I receive today. It's not, it's not lottery. It's not I just got lucky. No, I got blessed because Jesus chose all of mankind. And Lord, today I receive. Today is my receiving day. We've had people healed almost every week this year. It's amazing. God's been pouring out his love. I'm expecting it today. If you need healing in your body, you come up, you're welcome to have prayer. If you need healing in your relationship, you come up, receive that anointing of God, receive that power. You just need help. Lord, I want to walk in your love more. I want to be your plan. I'm tired of living average. I'm tired of mediocrity. Lord, I hear this verse. Put this verse up, Luke 2, 52. I want you to see something. God desires for you to increase. God desires for you to increase. God desires for you to increase. Why? Because as you increase in this world, God takes His light and His glory. He shines it on you. And then you say, I have this because of Jesus. I have this because of the Lord. Thank you, Father. Now, keep the music up. See this verse. And Jesus kept increasing in wisdom and stature and favor with God and man. God wants you to increase in wisdom. He wants you to follow the example of Jesus. Increase in wisdom increase in maturity. That's what stature is. He wants your maturity to go to a different level. He wants you to increase in favor not only with God, but with man too. People just gonna like you. People just gonna like you. Bosses gonna like you. Boss, if you run into one that don't, just wait and just praise God. (laughs) Just wait and just praise God. Thank you. Now, I don't do this often. You guys... They sent me a message, said that you were here. I I know you're visiting from out of town. When they sent me that message, if you don't mind, I'd like to pray for you. When they sent me that message, immediately the Lord spoke to me. He's wanting to raise you guys up to another level, specifically in business. He's wanting to promote you and to bless you. And I, I don't know you. I don't know what's going on. You may already see the works of that in your life. But God's wanting to take you to another level. And he's wanting to utilize you guys as a testimony to his goodness and his glory. Do you receive that? That'd be all right? Amen. Here. Father, right now, we just thank you for your blessings. Here you go. We just thank you for your blessings and your mercy and your overflow of your anointing in their life. Lord, bring that overflow. Bring your anointing and wisdom in every way. And I thank you for, thank you Father for your goodness. Lord, show them things that they need to know things that they they didn't know before, things that'll just come up and it'll pop up in their spirit and they'll know the answer. They'll know how to handle it. And even their bosses will be like, what in the world? Where did that come from? And and you'll know it was Jesus. It was God. He'll even remind you of this prayer. Lord, bring supernatural wisdom and bring that overflow to them in Jesus' name. Bring that overflow to them in the name of Jesus. And right now, I just speak, stay there. Right now, I just speak peace. Peace be in Jesus' name. Peace and grace overflow. I hear them say, every part that's been hard and a struggle, it's coming to an end. As you walk in me, it's coming to an end. Where there hasn't been peace, peace is coming now in Jesus' name. Now, that anointing I was speaking of earlier, it's flowing into you right now. Now, I can't do that by myself. You probably sense it. You probably feel His love manifesting. I can't do that on my own. But God sees you, He cares about you, He loves you, and He's taking you to another place in Jesus' name. Lord, fill them and overflow them in the name of Jesus peace of God flood them now in Jesus name bring solutions bring answers Lord let everything they put their hand to let it work and be blessed in Jesus name thank you Father I just see stuff I see stuff even in your family Um, things that might have been trouble. I don't know, mom, dad, sisters, brother. Lord, we just speak peace to it in Jesus' name. Peace to it. Things that even may arise. Lord, peace to it in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father, and we give you the glory. Lord, let it settle out. Let it settle out in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. If you're wanting prayer today for anything, I invite you to come up right now. Come up If you need healing in your body, if you need provision, you need overflow. You're not burying talents anymore. Lord paid for it. I'm going to believe for it. I'm moving to a higher place. If that's you, come up. If there's anything, Lord, I need your help in whatever. Let that anointing of God break the yoke. Let that power of God break the yoke and bring everything that's needed. Thank you, Father, for your goodness. And your mercy. Today is your day of overflow. Today is your day of overflow. Today is your day. Just get just say it with me. If you're standing up here, even in your seat, you're saying, Lord, today I receive. I receive your overflow. I receive everything you have for me in Jesus' name. Amen. Play it, start that song and let, let you guys sing. Amen. Ho friend, elko ne antolosi. Heted kolomosbo, kolomoso. Yeah, you think it's gone away? Ha! Hoho, sotto no. Rope up on the old steagle. bread today, kolomoso. Thank you, Lord, anointing. Be now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, city, doonso overflow, Lord. Let your fire let it burn out everything. That would hold him back so that he can rise to the heights you purposed for him in his life. Let him overflow, Lord. let him not be held back in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Oh say, oh say,
1: Hey Lord in Jesus' name.
0: Thank you for your anointing. Supernatural anointing. In the
1: name of Jesus. Thank you, In
0: the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Father. Let your anointing
1: solve the name of oh, Jesus one. and you've given us your in name in Jesus' name thank you Father for your goodness thank you Lord, you Lord. Yeah. no hurt God I believe I you can every every do it I'm going to here see, we see go. it I'm able to see, see the, the victory oh, no thank you Lord. For Lord. Lord thank you Lord, Lord. 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 oh my soul I, I am
0: Yes, the Lord and overflow my thank you soul. Father thank you are in the,
1: the Lord Lord, the Lord,
0: Lord, over Lord Jesus. God in the name of Jesus I'm not in love. I declare things change today Jesus name. Shut Shaka- and worship let's worship
1: with the holy ghost you're more than enough walking in your freedom now i'm covered by your grace witnessing your healing power we have been changed your sleep. Is he worthy of praise? Is he worthy of celebrating? Then let's not have this be a spectator sport. This is a moment of celebration. Let's worship and praise our King. Amen. Amen. Let's sing this out. With the Holy Ghost, you're more than enough. Walking in your freedom now, I'm covered by your grace, witnessing your healing power. Today we have been changed. So let's bless the Lord. Bless Bless the Lord. Oh, my soul. the sovereign one and you've given us your name. We you declare your kingdom come and forever you reign. Living in the overflow, overflow debris Everywhere we go we Right now I see The victory It's happening Lord, Oh my.
0: real quick and just say this. Say, I believe I have received received everything everything, that that I need today in Jesus name. Amen. Guys, thank you so much for being here today. Just wanted to give you a reminder that if you want to join us for lunch, we're going to be at Highway 55 today. Praise God. I love burgers. Um, That's just me. But um,
1: also, this weekend is Holy Ghost Weekend. So we look forward to seeing you guys this Friday at 6.30, uh, Saturday uh, at 1 p.m. for Soul Winning Saturday and Sunday for Sunday. Amen. Guys, we love you. Thank you so much for joining us today. And be blessed as you go. Love you guys.